What's up, brother? And welcome to the Becoming Kings podcast. I'm Johnny King, and I'm a life enthusiast, growth mentor, and men's lifestyle fulfillment coach. I've dedicated my life to helping men who feel like they're just not living up to their full potential to level up and become the king of their kingdoms. So whether you've been feeling stuck or numb or extremely angry with not living up to your greatest potential in any area of your life, then I'll be in your ears every week dropping some truly transformative episodes to help you become a man that you're proud to be. I'm glad you're here. Let's get to it. Yo, it's Johnny King. Thank you for joining me on this episode of the Becoming Kings podcast. Something that's been relevant and uh, coming up on my radar more recently is the whole conversation around letting go. I feel that uh, in the 12 plus years that I've been coaching, also looking a lot at my own behavior, the vast majority of people's challenges, call it stress, anxiety, uh, depression, just a lot of things that we don't like to experience in this human experience is as a result of our desire to avoid painful things and our hopes to control <laughs> uh, remaining in, you know, either experiencing some form of pleasure or uh, just avoiding the things that, that could cause conflict or, uh, you know, fights or all the things that, that really frustrate us and upset us as human beings. But it's our, our addiction to control or our addiction to the belief that we can control things that really, really messes things up. And so I was talking with a friend the other day, um, and she's a, an old friend from college, and she lived over in Europe for a couple of years with her husband and kids, and they're back in the States and just kind of getting settled with her new lifestyle post-pandemic. And, uh, you know, something that she was reflecting on in her own experience is how much uh, she enjoys feeling settled and having things organized. And, and I think we all do, right? I think that's another form of uh, the, the, the feeling of security and stability and safety and certainty that we all have, you know, our own recipe for, our own threshold for is more probably the more appropriate word. But we all have that need for security and stability and kind of like routine and predictability, right? And we also have a threshold for how much uncertainty we can kind of palate, if you will, or digest, right? And some people's uh, threshold for uncertainty is way more than the rest, right? I think of Elon Musk and I think about like, the amount of uncertainty and risk that he takes to dream as big as he dreams, he's able to accomplish what he's able to accomplish because he can digest taking on massive, massive financial risk. Uh, but it works for him, you know? Um, I think for other people, like I tell them that I 
Turo my cars and the idea that someone else is renting my car and could scratch it, right? Or that they rent uh, my homes through Airbnb and they could mess up the duvet cover. Like they couldn't imagine doing that, right? And to me, it's like no big deal. But could I take on other levels of uh, of risk that Elon Musk or people uh, who are playing at one-tenth the size of how he's playing in life? Uh, probably not. But it's one of those things that just like going to the gym, the more you do it, the stronger you get and the greater the threshold. And so it's no different than, than uh, facing your fears. It can seem super overwhelming, but if you face some of the smaller ones, you can grow in your emotional fitness, if you will, to be able to take on greater and greater risks uh, in being vulnerable in relationships, in taking financial risks in business, in risking your heart in love and romance. And so when I was talking to my friend uh, and she was telling me uh, kind of what she has experienced and I've experienced the same thing, you may have as well. I have heard the stories and I have a couple of friends who, you know, have had challenges getting pregnant and they try and try and try for years and years and years and to no avail and they really would love a family and then they go down the road of IVF. <clears throat> Some of them actually have been successful, which is amazing. Sometimes they're over successful, right? Next thing you know, you've got like triplets or quadruplets and uh, you went from no kids to having like three little ones <laughs> I cannot imagine um, anyways so the, the the other thing that I've also heard though is people who have attempted to uh, to do like IVF and it doesn't work right they finally surrender they finally give up the control of being attached to a certain outcome they then go and decide they're going to adopt and then they have ultimately gotten pregnant naturally <laughs> i've heard this story several different times from different couples and it's always kind of weird it's like oh my gosh it's almost like the anxiety and the pressure we've put on ourselves to perform uh no pun intended and once we surrender that and let go, man, then things tend to work out. So it's just interesting. It's like, oh, once we started the process of adoption and we finally let go of our desire to have a biological child, that's when we got pregnant. Or we adopted our first child and shortly thereafter, we were super surprised that we also got pregnant and we had our child. Uh and it gets me thinking, because it was such a good kind of uh, analogy or, or example that my friend was reminding me of that so often, myself included, and I imagine you do too, we get attached to uh, our desire to, to see a certain result, right? We want to control it. We, we just, we, we get emotionally connected to it. We're like, oh man, we start to envision it in our minds and and a lot of times when those things don't work out, and whether we're talking about, like I was talking to another client the other day, and he was talking about how he had this, you know, kind of budding but prospering business, 
up until the pandemic and the pandemic uh, completely threw a, a wrench into his plans and ultimately his business didn't survive. And he's talking about how, you know, now that he's attempting new things, he still feels like um, kind of the, the, the PTSD, if you will, I'm using that term loosely, obviously, the trauma that he experienced, the emotions, the sleepless nights, uh, the, the worry about going into, you know, further and further debt because he lost his business was affecting his new attempts at a new business. And whether we're talking business, whether we're talking about relationships, you know, if you haven't grieved the letting go, uh, of our attachment to what we hoped would unfold, the more likely it's going to adversely affect our future goals, our future plans, uh, and our attachment to what could have been becomes the the blockade, the, the bottleneck to a life of even greater fulfillment. So it makes me think uh, about those couples who really, 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 really wanted a child of their own. It didn't happen on the timeline and in the efforts that they were putting forth. It wasn't until they finally let go and just surrendered and just breathed. And they were allowing themselves to receive what they wanted, but just in a different package just delivered in a different way other than a natural biological childbirth and then like I said they either adopted or went down the process of adoption uh, and that's when they got pregnant not to mention all those those families who didn't naturally get pregnant but they did just adopt and they love that child so much and they ultimately have the very thing that they wanted uh, just not in the way that they ultimately wanted to control the outcome of, right? So I've been thinking a lot about that. Think about that with my, personally with my life. I want you to think about it in your life. What are those things that you're holding on to so tightly that maybe you're holding on to it too tightly, that you're suffocating it, Um, that the universe, Mother Nature, God, whatever you want to call it, what if that higher power had something so much greater to give you, but that he, she, father, mother, God, wouldn't be able to give it to you until you opened up your hand and released the tight grasp on whatever it is that you think you wanted, you know? And what if he said, instead of one hand, I want you to put both your hands open together and (laughs) I've got so much abundance for you, but you wanted something so tightly, this little idea that you had that you were so connected and committed to and unrelenting in in your desire to, to create, you weren't open to receiving. And I think that's something that I've been battling with. I'm like, there's, we hear those stories of people that were like unrelenting and they're like, oh, I, I just wouldn't, wouldn't take no for an answer and I persevered and I 
push through and I had this idea and, and, I, and I made it happen. And then we get this sense of ego about it. Like, yeah, I, I was so, uh, like I said, <laughs> relenting that I, that I created the very thing that I wanted. Or we take credit for manifesting things into our lives. And instead of just letting go and checking our, our ego at the door. I've, I've taken personally enough time in my life to where I've really held tightly on to certain things that I wanted for me. And they haven't worked out the way that I thought they would. I never thought that I'd be at my age right now living the certain lifestyle that I live, which don't get me wrong, I love in many regards. It's just very different than what I had vision, envisioned for my life 15 years ago. <laughs> But, you know, that's kind of the fun part of life. Uh, but I do still struggle at times battling with that kind of like ingrained uh, programming that I received when I was younger versus just letting go and loving and accepting and appreciating the shit out of what I've got right here and right now. Falling in love with this present moment. So that's what I really am focusing on this year is is well not only this year but that is kind of the commitment and, and the and the theme for the year but really in each and every single moment just loving my life loving this moment loving the weather outside loving the sun on my face loving spending time with my dog loving the laughs that I have with my friends loving you know where I am with my business and, and the clarity that I have with my purpose compared to where I was years ago when I was super confused and lost right so I don't want you to compare yourself to me. I want you to compare yourself to maybe where you were and look at how far you've come. Even if you're not where you thought you would be, I would challenge you to start thinking about letting go of, of any desire to control exactly where, where your life is going. You know, It's certainly good to have a vision of, of things that you'd like to experience, but I'd like to think about... The fact that everything that we do, everything that we look to accomplish or to obtain is really more to experience an emotion of, hey, I feel proud of myself because I earned this promotion or, hey, I feel successful. I feel confident because I now own this big house or, hey, look at me, you know, I'm worthy and significant and special because I drive this fancy car, right? Everyone has their own thing. And I'm really not saying that it's right or wrong. But a lot of times we, well, most of the time, if not all the time, we, did, we do the things that we do because we hope to experience an emotion, a pleasurable emotion at the end of the day, right? And so we... That's why we desire to control certain things because we really, really want that emotion. And not to say that that's a bad thing. I think that's, that's a good motivation. But it's really not about the things as it is about the, the sense of pride, the sense of feeling loved or accepted, whatever the case that, you know, whatever it is that we're working towards. So if you're, if you're willing to join me on this kind of 2022 challenge in some regards, Loosely, I should say it's not really like a formal challenge. You know what I'm saying. But a challenge where I'm challenging you in the same way that I'm challenging myself 
to maybe let go of our uh, our attachment, our vision of how something should look. Keep focusing more on the feeling. And then see how that unfolds itself. Focus on the feeling. Focus on how awesome it would be to experience that. Divorce yourself from any sense of attachment as to what type of packaging that needs to show up as. <laughs> Does it have to be that brand new shiny red car? Does it have to be in that uh, you know corner office? Obviously, I'm making you know making these broad <laughs> statements, kind of stereotypical statements, right? But is it that you have to have your own child, start a family, uh, be in a relationship, get that promotion, move across the country, or live in that house, drive that car, have a certain amount of money in the bank, uh, have the six-pack abs? Does it have to, to look like that? Or do we want those things because we ultimately want to experience a feeling? You know what I mean? So... That'd be my challenge to you. Spend some time after you're done listening to this podcast thinking about what are those things that you really, really want and why do you want them? You want them because you want to experience an emotion. We already went over that. And then challenge yourself to think about like how else could you potentially experience that emotion whether you have the thing or not. So... My challenge for you is to really kind of dig in, question, don't just accept, see how you can kind of uh, mix things up a little bit and see where it takes you. That's what I'm doing and so far so good. So thank you as always for joining me on this episode of the Becoming Kings podcast. I'm your host, Johnny King. We'll catch up with you on the next one. Enjoy the day. We'll talk soon. That's it for this one, and I want to thank you for listening. Hey, if you got some good ideas from this episode and you want more, please feel free to subscribe to the podcast. And if you think others may benefit from it also, share it on social media and tag me in your post so I can say hey. It would also mean a lot to me if you felt inclined to write a review of the show on Apple Podcasts, since I read every single one of them. And if you've got any questions or topics that you'd like to recommend, or really just anything that you think I could improve upon, man, I thrive on constructive feedback. So hit me up with an email at podcast at johnnyking.com. Oh, and feel free to also subscribe to my YouTube channel, connect with me on LinkedIn, and follow me on Instagram at johnnyking and on Facebook at facebook.com backslash johnnykingmenscoach. Thanks again for joining me. I'll catch you next time.